0: Hello and welcome, everybody, to Your Little Sisters pre- Productions Presents Missed Opportunities.
1: Yay. That was the cleanest intro. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm getting better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Today we are talking about Gilmore Girls because who isn't talking about Gilmore Girls? It was on like 20 years ago. It's fine. <laughs>
1: Well, I literally grew up watching it from season one on. It was – my my mom and I would sit in her room and watch it together. My dad was watching it in the living room because he didn't like it. So we watched it together. I even remember I got really bad second-degree burns on my leg, long story. And I remember Gilmore Girls being on as my mom had a medicine on the, my legs and wrap my legs and everything. We bought the DVDs of the seasons – Every year that they, as they came out, I grew up watching those. I would rewatch the entirety. Well, I would rewatch the seasons we had over the summer, and then when we had the entirety, I would spend my summers doing a rewatch of seasons one through seven, every single episode, because we had. I just pop in the DVDs and go through them. So I know Gilmore Girls pretty well. That being said, I've only seen A Year in the Life once through. So you probably know my thoughts on that. From that. <laughs> I, I'm i still considering debating with myself if I consider it. I know it's technically canon, but I'm debating if I want to con- take it into my Gilmore Girls canon or not. So that's my Gilmore Girls story is I grew up watching it. I grew up loving it. Year in the Life, I and there's a lot of reasons for that. But I do remember a bit about Year in the Life. I think I remember all the major story points in it what about you Taya
0: my experience with Gilmore Girls is again I grew up with it I was older than you were um but I was I was a teenager when Gilmore Girls came out I think and yeah because I think she I think she graduated, like, like, Rory graduated, like, a year or so earlier than I did. I don't remember.
1: Yeah, I started but, in um, 2000, as, 2000. It went 2000 to 2001, fall yeah. to spring. And she graduates in the third season.
0: Yeah, so she was, like, a year older than me. So I was I was a teenager when, when it came out. And I really liked the show. I think once it got to probably season, like, like there's seven seasons, probably like the last two seasons I didn't watch until like they came out on Netflix, uh, years and years later. Um, and I did watch Year in the Life. I watched it twice, maybe. Yeah, I think I watched it twice. Um, and I really didn't like certain things that they did, uh, especially with, in regards to Rory's character, I didn't really like anything they did with Rory's character
1: um i mean Rory's I didn't character, <laughs> we could spend and not thought this episode because we have another topic in mind but we should spend an episode talking about because there, there's a whole deep dive we can do into rory as a character over the seven seasons and then going into year in the life
0: absolutely i liked what they did with um lorelei because i feel like they basically switched places <laughs> but um Okay. So today's topic, we want to talk about Gilmore Girls. We want to talk about the men of Gilmore Girls. Um, this has come up a couple of times in my like social media, my TikToks and all that stuff. And so I just wanted to talk about it and get your thoughts, Laura, and your thoughts, listeners. Um, so it was kind of like what it says about you when you like certain men of Gilmore Girls, like who's your favorite or like um, somebody somebody basically said that it was a red flag like if you watched Gilmore Girls with a guy and his favorite character
1: was Dean like that's a huge red flag and depends on which season Dean they're talking about cheating on his wife Dean I
0: mean just like
1: as a second season just overall
0: just just overall like all the characters just overall like as a character um because human beings (laughs) we you know you go through seasons in life and people make stupid decisions and they can either grow or like I feel like Dean grew (laughs) and I feel like he made better decisions later on in life and you know did better but I also think that like what they did with his character like I don't know for me I wouldn't say it's a red flag if Dean is your favorite character But I would say it's kind of a red flag if you, like, just agree with him 100% and think he did the right thing. You can completely agree that him cheating on his wife, him marrying someone when he was in love with someone else in the first place, you know, and all of the reasons he dumped Rory or a lot of people think he was really possessive, which I don't really think he was possessive. I think he was very insecure in his relationship. And that was partially Rory's fault um, because she did end up cheating on him with Jess. So, he wasn't, you know, he was at least justified jealousy.
1: Um, but yeah, not a lot of the, green- town, the town held her up on this pedestal of she is a perfect angel if you hurt her or anything like that. Which you see, after he does something which I don't agree with, he breaks up with her because she doesn't say, I love you back after they've been dating for three months. Mm-hmm. And but, but he makes that comment, you know, everyone's talking about thinking about how I'm hurt or if if she did something you know everyone's just worried about her
0: I don't think it I don't think it's necessarily a red flag if you like him as a character because there's so many characters out there that I like that I would never be friends with in my life or that I don't agree with you know um yeah. but I don't you know like As a character, I think Dean is a really good character because he was a very good person. He, you know, had a crush on a girl. He dated her. He was a very good boyfriend. He treated her very well. And when she developed feelings for someone else, he became extremely insecure about it and didn't know how to navigate that situation. And, you know ended it poorly <laughs> twice he ended it he ended their relationship
1: twice and oh they um, broke it up so many times I think it counted one time that they broke up a total of four
0: right and then I think only finally, once was
1: because of her
0: well I think it was mostly because of her it was just he was the one that finally broke it off like well I mean there
1: there's only one time she broke it off so there's the one time when the the first time is the anniversary she doesn't say I love you back the second time is when he's had enough of her being in love or liking Jess and not admitting it. And then the third time that they break up is after Rory writes in the letter and breaks up with him because she finally realizes that it's not right for her to be having an affair with a married man. And then they get back together after his divorce and he breaks up with her at the party where she's all dressed up and there's a bunch of really rich Yale guys there with her.
0: Yeah. She kind of ditches him to be with a bunch of rich guys. And he's like, I don't fit in, in this world. I don't fit with these people. And there's no place for me here kind of a thing. And there wasn't, and he was right. (laughs) Um, But yeah, he, I, I, I have a problem with people saying like, it's a red flag if he, about him, but then not about her. Like, I feel like she was not great in those relationships. The not saying I love you back. The reasons that she gave for that, Was like, well, my mom got pregnant at sixteen, so we're moving too fast. And he's like, you don't get pregnant by saying I love you. And and it was very like, he was taking it as she was like accusing him of like of having expectations and stuff. And so not not great. I I don't think he did good. (laughs) I don't think he was right in that. I don't think that was a great way to deal with that. And I don't think that she dealt with it very well either.
1: But they were only sixteen, to be fair, and sixteen-year-olds' brain—technically, you don't have a fully developed brain until about twenty-five, really. Right. Sixteen is their well. It's her first big relationship. I think she was flustered. I've watched that episode many times. I think she was flustered. I think she was caught off guard. I think she didn't know how. She hadn't really taken the time to sit down and think if what she had was in, just infatuation and like, or if it was love, and there was time apart, let her that rumination of oh, maybe it's further than that. Maybe this is my first love. But right. So I but- I don't I don't blame either. I think it's a little silly of him to break up with her over that because they have only been together three months, and most people would say three months and is a little. Most people would say that, but. So, so I I think it's a little silly of him to break up with her, but I'm not horribly mad at him for it.
0: Yeah, I, I feel the same way. Like, it, I feel like very lukewarm about the situation, right? Like,
1: yeah. I'm not
0: super, like, upset with him for doing it, but I, like, I can, because I, I can kind of see his side, but then at the same time, I can totally see her side, you know, and be like, oh, yeah. why did you break up with her? You know, like, that's stupid. So yeah, I, that one I'm like, yeah, that was those stupid. Teenagers doing stupid teenage stuff. Um, I don't really have a huge. Him breaking up with her because she has feelings for Jess. I kind of feel justified. Like I like I would agree with him on that. I and maybe okay. not do it in public. I thought that was kind of messed up.
1: Um yeah, but she was, but at the same time- He was at his tipping point. He'd been ignoring it and ignoring it, and she couldn't stop with Jess at the dance marathon. That's one of my favorite episodes, by the way, is the dance marathon. And she just wouldn't stop. And yeah. Jess was constantly bugging her. And so I understand why he did, did it. He just had enough. I don't think he meant to embarrass her in public or that he did it out of malice. I think it truly was. I'm just sick of this. I can't stand another second of this del- so, yeah. but it was a bad, it was a poor choice. People, even if you have high emotions, probably especially when you have really high emotions, it's best to take a breath, think, and step aside with the person and talk.
0: But, but was, again, he's a I'm 17
1: like- year old boy.
0: Yeah, like I, I think he was justified in what he did. That's just coming from me as someone who, in relationships, if you have feelings for someone else, all oh, that bothers me because it bothers me. Be- like she did nothing to dissuade her feelings for Jess. She did nothing to, like, she denied she had feelings for Jess even though she knew that she did, and she knew that because um, she had kissed him already at that point. Yes, and and the only reason that she was still with dean was because she saw um, Jess making out with Shane well and, and so she you- didn't
1: she didn't write Jess or call him or in any way all summer she did stay in contact with dean yeah she was she, dishonest
0: she- with dean in the fact that well i'm she was dishonest and she was yeah. dishonest about her feelings and i think that When you have a partner who is very insecure about you having feelings for someone else, you do everything in your power to make them feel better. And if you actually do have feelings for someone else, then you need to remove yourself from whatever situation you're in to be around that person. And you need to be honest with your partner. And, and that's just stuff that 17 year olds just don't do. (laughs) Like they just don't get. And so, but I, that one I think is completely on her, and I I don't really blame Dean for that breakup.
1: No, so don't blame him. Again, he's seventeen. A more mature person might realize, hey, you know, let's go, instead of breaking up, hey, let's go talk and then break up. But again, seventeen, and the situation at hand was quite infuriating.
0: And then the next time they break up, uh, he well, he gets married, even though he's still in love with her, which. is just a cardinal sin in my book (laughs) like uh uh for me like obviously him cheating on his wife is number one like bad thing that he did but then like very close number two is marrying someone when you're in love with someone else like you just you don't make a lifetime commitment to another person if you can't even make like like the decision of I want to be with you over everybody else in the perfect scenario Rory would have come back to him and they would have lived happily ever after and he would have dumped Liz, uh, Lindsay and like if that's your perfect scenario then don't get married <laughs> you know like wait until you are completely over whoever it is you're in love with and then do it you know like I, I don't know so that is my big like that and then I feel like that directly led to him cheating on his wife. And that's why I think it's such a problem.
1: So and Luke, bless Luke, but I think he kind of got it wrong. He advised Rory to stay away from the wedding. Well, one, he should have had a talk with Dean, maybe when Dean was a bit more sober. But two, he should have let Rory go to that wedding. Was so in love that he couldn't marry. Lindsay while Rory was there that's the time to know it before the actual vows are exchanged and the licenses signed and everything's official you'd rather have a broken I mean yes it's extremely traumatizing and poor Lindsay but think of the trauma she had being married and that really so, just
0: led to and I yeah that's that's one of my least favorite Luke moments is when he does right? that Yeah, there's a, like
1: oh, I, I, love her? Oh. I love Luke I love Luke that was one of the moments where I think he was trying to be helpful, but he missed the mark, which is human. We all do that. We all think yeah. we, we know the right thing and we miss mark. So I'm not again, I'm not mad at Luke, but it's and we know the end from the beginning. You know, I don't remember a time when I didn't know about Gilmore Girls stuff because I grew up in it. So knowing the end from the beginning maybe bad advice. But if we didn't, you know, we might think, Oh, good Luke, good for you, Luke, keep her away. Maybe Dean will straighten out and
0: now, even when it was happening, I was still very angry because I'm, you know me, I'm a meddler. I'm a know-it-all. I am someone who would be like, then don't get married. <laughs> like, and I feel like, you know, Luke didn't have like that relationship with Dean, but it's like, I wouldn't even care if any random stranger like came up to me and was like, I'm in love with this other person. Like, 100%, I would say something because again, oh, yeah. it's such a thing in my book, like, it's so bad to me to be in love with someone else and then be in a relationship and especially a marriage with someone who's not the person you're in love with, or even, you know, like, just because I feel like it's so dishonest. It's such a lie. <laughs> and as it you know, I really hate liars. I really hate deceivers. And that's why I didn't like worry the first time they broke up because she was, you know, the whole Jess thing, like, she was the one who was dishonest in that situation, but Dean with Lindsay he was dishonest with Lindsay and you know that ultimately led to their the end of their relationship so Dean grows as a person and by the time you see him in year in the life when he has you know a wife and a family and he's a completely you know he's a grown person with you know regrets but um he has you know he's He's obviously ashamed of the things he did because he says, "You know," she says, "I'm writing a book about you know my life and Stars Hollow and everything and about you and," and he's like, "What are you saying?" And you know, um, yeah. And
1: well, he was so young. I, he was dumb. We forget that the the last time we see see him, I think he's maybe twenty. Uh, yeah, I think so. mm. about twenty twenty one, which is still very very young. Yes, that's an adult, but that's so young. In-
0: well, and and he's like trying
1: so hard to
0: salvage a relationship that he threw away his marriage for, you know, yeah. and, and he threw away his youth for it. Like she was his girlfriend since he was sixteen years old, and he was trying really hard, but it just wasn't right. And rather than you know admitting it, they they tried, and well, I wouldn't even say I don't. I feel like he tried harder than she did when it came oh, to yeah. that. Oh yeah, but. Um, anyway, so that's, that's my, those are my thoughts on Dean and his, his character arc. Oh, yeah, I have one ahead. more
1: thing. It's kind co- of with Dean in a way, but it's to do with Lorelai and Rory. And I think it contributed to Rory being dishonest. A couple things. One, Lorelai tells Rory not to tell Dean that she kissed Tristan while they were broken up. On, on one hand, I agree. It's not his business. He broke up with you for a dumb reason, but he really his business if you went out and kissed someone else because you're broken up but on the other hand it's because now tristan likes you and is following you around at school and it's gonna be a thing you can say hey remember when you broke up with me and we were broke and really lead with that (laughs) and say i did something dumb i kissed another guy but it immediately made me realize that i loved you and i know that sounds weird but like instead of maybe trying to frame it or maybe there's sorry maybe the way i framed it was awful and he would hate her, but first she tells him not to tell Rory, and I'm like, uh, I can see the reasoning, but uh, then Rory loses Dean's bracelet, In reality just takes the bracelet, he doesn't know the significance of it, he, d- he just knows that she wears it all the time, and it falls off her wrist, so he, he takes it from her, and it takes her until she sees Dean to realize it's gone, and she tells a lie, and Lorelai kind of helps her in the lie of looking for the bracelet, agreeing with her that she shouldn't tell Dean, that she lost certain things she's like what he said oh you know I had this fear rash thing she's like, good good that's good why can't you tell him you, you lost exactly and I think
0: like we can all agree like Lorelai is not great with relationships like all of the men that she dates um and the way that she handles relationships bothers me so much but we're yeah. not talking about her <laughs> we're talking about the men <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think with her it, teaching Rory to be dishonest when it's going to hurt or when it's going to hurt somebody's feelings or things like that. I, I understand that mentality. I just, I don't agree with it in any way, shape or form, because to me, honesty is just the most important thing. And I, you know, it comes back to being a Gryffindor and being courageous. And if you're not brave enough to tell your partner the truth, even though it's going to be an uncomfortable situation and it's going to make you really vulnerable or it's going to hurt or something like I want to know. <laughs> I'm the type of person I want to know and I want to be able to tell my partner, you know, those types of things. So the fact that yeah, she lies about it and her mother is like, oh good, you lied about it like in a convincing way. <laughs> you know, like uh yeah, I think it it sets up the character as she moves forward into being a
1: crappy love interest. Of course, it's Jess. So here's my thing. We get a lot of pre them being together, Jess and Rory moments of him trying to win her over, them being, uh, them falling into like with each other. Once they're official, it's like Jess falls off the face of the planet. We barely get any scenes of them together. We get scenes of her and Dean together, but very, very few of her and Jess. It drives me bonkers when I watch it and I know every time I do a rewatch of it, how little of Jess we get once they're officially together. And it's okay because on one hand, I like Jess, but, and you know, he's kind of a teenage punk and there's moments and things he does that I don't like, but overall I like Jess, especially as he grows up. And we get a lot of cute moments of them together before they get together. Kind of don't like rooting for that because she is with Dean and it's dishonest and it's cheating emotionally at the very least lies to Dean about why Jess is over at her house and other people lie to cover for her. She just has lots of lies going around. But once they're together and it's okay, and you're like, okay, yes, now I can work for this those cute moments back. But we get very few cute moments. Very, very few. We get very few moments of them together at all. Really annoying to me and really, really, really despise, or not despise, that's probably too long, strong, or dislike that once there it's Bye-bye, Jess. I don't know if it was the actor needed to cut back on days for other acting projects. I know they were setting up a spinoff for Jess. Mm-hmm. I, I have no idea. But they do a whole episode setting up... That's why they wanted to cut down on his time with Rory to kind of ease us into him not being there as much. But also, Jess... will help... Or support or guidance from anyone except Luke makes something of himself and Rory with all the help all the support all the guidance she could want from people around her goes the opposite way but he makes him some something of himself he kind of starts from the bottom and works his way up he learns emotional intelligence he is an honest person now even when he's a teenage punk cuz he is a teenage punk and there are things he does I don't like some of his pranks are funny though I will say but He's a punk. Even when he's at the most punkish, he does not cheat in time. Like, he and his girlfriend that he gets because Rory wouldn't be with him. He doesn't like her, doesn't even know her, her last name, doesn't respect her outright, says that, but does not get with So He goes and breaks up with her in private. Later on, Rory, by the way, cheats on Logan and Dean with Jess. She and she kisses Jess while she's with Logan. He thinks they've broken up. Once he finds out they're still together, he stops. He refuses to go further. He tells her he can, that she can tell him they went further if she wants, you know, as a joke or to get back at him or whatever, but he refuses to do anything with her while she's with another person. When she and she's still with Dean, yes, he kisses her back, but she's the one who starts it. He's a teenage boy. The girl that he is head over heels madly in life is kissing him. And he probably fully expected her to go and break up with Dean right then and there and be with him because he's that kind of person and she's not, and she doesn't deserve him, but dear heavens, I want them to be together because he deserves something.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think just a character is a very good character because he's very realistic at the same time that he's fantastical. Like he Because his story is that he's a teenage punk and he um, eventually realizes what he has with Luke. And then he, you know, goes to work, drops out of school and again, works, you know, he works his way up, but he does that um, for himself. You know, he didn't do it for Rory. He didn't do it for Luke. He did it for himself because of the influence of people who believed in him. Um, And I really I just really like his story. I like Rory when she is with him more than when she is with any of her other boyfriends, especially Logan.
1: But he um, pushes her in a way that no one else does. Dean doesn't really understand all the high academic and book learning things that she does. And he doesn't he doesn't discourage her, but he doesn't really know how to push her. No one really pushes her except Jess. Yeah, If you watch the series, no one pushes her. They just expect perfection from her. And it's kind of like you were saying in the last episode about Harry Potter with the Slytherins, they were just told how great they were their whole lives, so they expected that to happen always. That was Rory. She was told how great she was her whole life. She always expected to come out on top. And then when reality hits and whatnot, I mean, when reality hits, that she has to put in hard work, when she gets into Chilton, she doesn't really crumble. I mean, she has that one episode with hitting the deer and waking up late for school and whatnot but after that she works hard and works her way up to the top but then at Yale it goes again, it's like she goes to Yale and she expects it to be another Chilton experience and it's not and then she gets told by Logan's dad what's his first name? I know it's Huntsberger Mitchum Mitchum thank you Mitchum Huntsberger who's a huge deal in journal the, the journalism because he owns all the newspapers and whatnot, that she can't make it because she doesn't have the thing. Well she doesn't have any the thing that he's looking for because she was she's such a rule follower and the kind of journalist she wanted to be, she needed to be a rule breaker in a lot of ways. And she wasn't doing that. He didn't see that in her. And the only person she thought to ask what she felt about going into war zones and how she felt about doing X, Y, and Z, all the things that she said she wanted to do, to be like Christian Amapur was Jess in the car. They're eating ice cream when they're supposed to be studying, but they're eating ice cream in the car. And he asks her, how do you feel about that? And she starts feeling insecure. She says, I don't know. I don't know what I'll do if I don't do journalism. This is the only thing I've ever wanted. She starts having an existential crisis because he asked her how she felt about doing that. Or he said, I don't really see you doing that. And he said, hey, I'll help prepare you. You stand in the middle of the road and I'll drive straight at you screaming foreign language. Right. (laughs) And thought to, hey, are you sure you want to be a journalist like Christiane Amapour? You don't want to be any other type of writer? Because army falling through the trenches, that's not a character trait that we see in Rory ever. Yes, she's a good writer, but she doesn't have the nerve to go up and really poke people and put herself in danger.
0: Well, and I think, like, when you go to a year in the life, that is Rory as an adult. She's made adult decisions, she's made adult money, and she she flounders and anytime she flounders, like I think that's a very consistent character trait of her is anytime she flounders, you know she like nose dives <laughs> and she doesn't know how to handle it and makes really poor decisions and she continues that into like the year of the life.
1: Jess and who brings is Jess always
0: and that and that is one of the always. things that I really liked about a year in the life was the fact that Jess is the one who tells her to write a book. And it's like it makes sense, like it tracks with their character that you know he's the one who made her think about, you know, actually doing it, actually being a journalist. And then he's the one that tells her to go back to Yale. And now yes. he's the one that tells her to write a book. Like it it tracks that he um like that is the one thing that I liked about a year in the life was the fact that it was Jess. And 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 he's still a part of existing? life and he's still a good friend. And he still gets her better than anybody else, and he is like what keeps her life on track. Honestly, <laughs> like every time she gets Which derailed, so she funny.
1: To if you would put put the first time we see Rory and Jess together, and you're like, who helps who out most in life? Who keeps who afloat? You wouldn't say, oh yeah, Jess keeps Rory afloat. You say, well, Rory keeps Jess afloat. Look at them. But Jess kind of goes through the school of hard and he learns a lot throughout his life and is self-made really and just Mm -hmm. I I mean his character development I I love it because I think it's true or it can be true that if you have you just need one person and his one person was Luke and it doesn't have to be a blood relative it doesn't have to be someone you live with but just one person to really believe in you and to put something into you and even if you don't stay, because he th- does leave Luke. He doesn't tell him he's leaving and whatnot. But that influences life for the better from there on out. He grew. And I love yeah. that. I love that arc. I love that story. I love that. It happened to Jess because he had the potential. And I really liked Jess. And he was a weird punk because he was a punk who likes to read. <laughs> yeah. And he, but I was a huge bookworm. I thought of myself growing up as teenage Rory for many years until she got to college. And then I didn't think I was Rory anymore because I was a huge bookworm. I went to a uniform school voluntarily, very happily. And it was mostly just my mom and from the time of 16, actually, it was just my mom and me because my dad had passed away. And so I saw a lot of similarities to teenage Rory and myself and Jess was my favorite. So I was always looking for my Jess, but I also didn't want to find Jess as a teenager. I wanted to find Jess as an older person because (laughs) I didn't want him to spread out on me. (laughs) But sorry, I could talk about Rory and Jess for so long because it's just, it's one of my favorite character arcs and I don't feel as though they have utilized him to the best that they could. I love that he was in Year in their Life I do love that he's the one who helps get Rory on track because it tracks. He got her thinking about what it would be like to be a journalist, but then he car crash happens and blah, blah, blah. That kind of escapes her mind. The only one out of everyone in her life, parents, grandparents, boyfriend, who can get her to go back to Yale and basically buck up and be like, okay, so one person told you you couldn't do it, whatever. Just go in and show them you can do it anyway. Which her mom says to her, but she doesn't listen. Deserve him she really doesn't if you look at Rory she's a consistent cheater especially in your in life she just continues the cheating i really don't like that about rory that she's just completely dishonest and forgets about her boyfriend paul in the year in life all the time i thought that was so unfunny i i see what they were trying to do but it was just it just made her look like a really really horrible human being but he loves her and He sees the potential in her and I think that he could help her grow because he actually challenges her and pushes her, whereas other people coddle her. And I think Rance is done.
0: (laughs) I think just as a character, he is one of my favorites because again, we see the happy ending of him. No, he's not like in the relationship with the girl he wants. And and it kind of teases that he's going to basically be. Her Luke, you know, and um, eventually they'll get together. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Whatever, but I, I do think it has a happy ending in the fact that he becomes a completely functional and happy, well-adjusted adult, um, which is not something that anybody expected from him, except for Luke and Rory at certain times and and I just think he's a great character because he has all these flaws he has all these problems but he also has like this quirky uh he's into indie music and not, and him and Lane can have conversations and then him and Paris can have debates about things you know he's intellectual and stuff i think the most frustrating uh episode with Jess is when he meets the her grandma and again it doesn't make me like just less it makes me like Rory so much less I hate her in that episode because I was just like shut up like why do you make it like why were you so convinced that it was about him and why can't you just move past it or at least like pull him aside have a conversation but no she pulls him aside and makes tons of accusations about him and all of these things that just make him even angrier and i'm like i'm not even dating this kid and i could tell you that like
1: stop yeah So that it's, was one of the, most the same thing things. sometimes you know things happen you have to take a breath breathe and that yeah that was stupid she's with jess she doesn't believe him when he tells her that it wasn't dean and i mean yes he doesn't tell her that it was a swan because he's embarrassed and whatnot and later on he does hide things from her and whatnot but If I remember correctly, I hope I am, up until that, no reason to believe that Jess would lie to her because he had not not done so before.
0: No, he hadn't. At that point, he had never lied to her.
1: Yeah, so at that point. So she had no reason to not trust Jess. He had reason not to trust her, but she didn't have reason not to trust him. But she calls Dean, who says, no, I didn't get in a fight with Jess and and whatnot. And here's the thing. If he had, I don't think she would have been mad at Dana. I think she would have thought Jess started it and got mad And Why are you with someone I believe low of or think so badly of? If he shows up, he has a black guy. He doesn't want to talk about it. She just jumped to the worst conclusions and you're right. It does make my blood boil. I don't like that episode. I tend to not Want to watch those scenes because I just as I get older, the more annoying I find Rory out probably starting season somewhere in season three. On, yeah, and maybe as I get older, it starts earlier and earlier. <laughs> well, um, yeah,
0: I that's just I think that's just how it goes. I, I've been really annoyed with certain characters even characters that I absolutely loved so but Jess is one that has been consistent like I liked him when I was a teenager I liked him when I was an adult and I like him now like even after a year in the life he's one of the characters they didn't ruin and I actually hallelujah. really do like his character in a year in the life um, yes
1: hallelujah so not next- uh, ruin Jess
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> the next one um I mean, there's Marty, who has a very short stint in the show. Um, yes,
1: and... I liked him, but I did, I didn't, I knew he liked her, but I didn't see a romantic spark between him and Rory. Yeah, but I did like him as a, as a friend. I liked I, he was fun. I I liked him as a friend, not a boyfriend. Friend.
0: Yeah I liked him as a character but I think my problem with him was that he's surrounded by like we go from Stars Hollow which has so many rich characters like quirky hilarious characters to her being in college and they kind of throw in different characters for her to have drama with and I don't think like I feel like he was kind of boring. like the drama that he brought the the relationships that he brought like i i wasn't really that interested and then when he starts dating her friend and all that like oh that storyline was
1: dumb
0: but it's like i just don't care like i like i it doesn't make my blood boil but it also doesn't
1: like make me happy like it's just there you know like so i I, I made made my blood boil boil, but it made my blood boil because the grown-up thing the mature thing A grown up the mature adult thing in that situation is to be like marty stop being an idiot just tell her you kind of freaked out or were surprised to see me or something but we should let her know because the longer we keep this the weirder it is kind of and and instead she goes along with it and logan who's after marty uh for his credit actually does the mature thing
0: but he doesn't do it but in he, doesn't a do it well. way. he doesn't do it. Well so no, he doesn't do it in a mature way. way.
1: He does it in a really dumb, did you have to do it like that way? But of everybody there, he's the one who made the choice to do the 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 thing, even though yeah. It's- but we're talking Marty. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So yeah, Marty, I didn't expect that from Marty when they got to that storyline of him dating her friend and then him pretending not to know who Rory was or that he never knew her before. Yeah. I didn't expect that storyline from him
0: well, and like because the storyline before when he is interested in her, but she's interested in Logan is um like Logan is mean to him like the reason like yeah. how him and Logan or how Rory and Logan met is through Marty because she was friends with Marty and Marty was a bartender and he bartended for Logan and then mm-hmm. they ended up, you know seeing each other again and but she goes out with logan and his friends and he doesn't have any money uh marty doesn't have any money and um he can't afford to pay for it so laurie rory has to pay for him and stuff like that again i, I just don't care um <laughs> i think that they were like trying to set up her and logan and and oh she's giving up this marty guy who's better for her because he's a nicer poor in you know, like the, the poor guy or whatever and it doesn't make me like logan better and it doesn't make me like logan less and it doesn't make me like you know like it just it just didn't i don't know it didn't hit for me that whole storyline was just not interesting to me like i just did not care <laughs> like all those episodes i'm just like okay can we move on please like let's get yeah to the next they're,
1: one. they're a bit boring. And they don't make me think very differently of Logan, especially we get to know him more as he becomes part of Rory's life.
0: Yeah, and here's the thing. We're going to move on to Logan because, again, there's nothing to talk about with Marty. There's so
1: much there with Marty. (laughs) The episode where they watched Duck Soup was cute. His annoyance with Paris was funny. That's what I remember. Yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: Um, So then she goes to Logan, and... Logan is a very long-time boyfriend for her, he eventually proposes to her, she says no, he breaks up with her, um, and you know it's sort of an all or nothing, Um, and then he moves away and we don't see him again until a year in the life, but that's like the last episode, so like we don't see really anybody until the end of the year of life, but in the year of the life he is engaged to someone, sleeping with Rory constantly every time she's over there she's staying with him they're sleeping together they have no promises to be together Um, and she you know acts like he's like this addiction or whatever that she has to 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 call on him whenever she needs something my thoughts on him just as a character are so frustrating because I liked Logan at first
1: and Mm -hmm. I knew you um, would
0: (laughs) yeah like he's totally my type the you know oh, yeah. the rich arrogant you know even he even has blonde hair like he's just exactly what I would I would like but the way that they handle his character I really don't it really makes me hate Rory so much
1: Yeah. because
0: he brings out the absolute worst in her and yeah. then it turns around and becomes his fault and that bugs the crap out of me and then like the longer they're together the less I like that person like I, the less I like them as a couple the less I like her and
1: yeah less,
0: like, I really I personally if I like if we could do a Miss Opportunities episode where we talk about just the the year and the life and, and I'm like how I would change that is the scene where Colin and Ben oh what's a yeah, Colin and Finn and Rob come. That should be the only scene that we see Logan. Like, when they come to her rescue, and they do the little dance, and they have the steampunk outfits on, and they go to the cabin, and the guy ends up buying, like, that should be the only time that we see Logan. Like, he should have had just that cameo like Dean did, and but the whole him staying, him being engaged to someone else, having, like, Leaving stuff around, like just ugh, ugh, like cheating on his fiance, all of that. I really wish they would not have done.
1: Like if well, I would have Rory, loved was Logan, che- Rory was cheating on her boyfriend. He was cheating on his fiance. Yeah, like was- I just didn't like it. And he's living the life that his father like everything that
0: was trying to get away from. And and like, but he's he's literally marrying the person that he's supposed to marry, and cheating with the woman that he wants to be with and it's like you literally became the absolute epitome of everything that you decided that you didn't want to be and like all that character
1: growth gone gone (laughs) just gone the the theory that i agree with is because the 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 creators of the woman paladino and her husband i think his name is dan i'm so sorry i don't know his name as well but she's they got kicked out i want to say season 6 season 7 they got kicked out off the writing team off the they didn't have any for over the show they had created and i can't remember why i watched a couple videos on it on um, what ha- went down but i forgot so a year in the life they brought the original creators back and i agree with the feeling that a lot of people got she wanted to take back and say i'm going to do the last two seasons in this show just but you know it's 15 years later but i'm still gonna do them the last two seasons so she kind of erased some character growth from a lot of the characters actually and just did what she wanted to do with the last two seasons but it was 15 years later and a lot of that didn't work because it was 15 years later (laughs) yeah and stuff has to change in between that like just take your characters where they are and go forward with them. That's what annoyed me as well with Star we talked about Star Wars, JJ Abrams coming back at nine and he tried to erase eight and do and, and yeah. do his own eight and nine and taking what was handed to him and moving forward what I don't know if it's ego. I don't know if it's I, it's not like because they have the I don't know what it is, but just take. and this is a life lesson just take what you're given can't change and just do your best with it and so i really annoyed that amy sherman palladino did that because i know we're not talking about this but if we do talk about you in the life we have to talk about how she screwed lane over but (laughs) anyway well we're just talking about guys right now the the men and and yeah he did have too much screen time and hate that the, after all the growth we see him go through up through season, se- the end of season 7 erased and thrown in the trash as if it never happened. Yeah,
0: like he just becomes the like douchey frat boy that everybody expected him to be. Like he just became his father and I don't know, it bothers me. I don't like it. I, I really like him when they first get together but by the time she drops out of Yale and all of that crap happens it's like you two are not good for each other. And she, like, when she goes to to cheat on him with Jess, like, intentionally, because they're technically broken up.
1: But he well, no, they were. Not- they had a huge fight while Jess was there. The night that Jess yelled at her. Why did you drop out of Yale? Um, she. They have a huge fight and talking to Logan for anywhere from two weeks to a month. Like, I don't know the exact timeline, but it's at minimum two weeks, at most a month of zero contact from her so they have a massive fight she storms out to go after another guy and refuses to in any way have contact with him so he believes that they broke up I think most people would in that scenario because she doesn't hey just need some time to gather my thoughts and feelings you know can we just have a week where we don't talk but we're still and talk it out she doesn't do anything like that so I am actually on the, you know, the whole Ross and Rachel thing. I don't know who I believe in the Ross and Rachel thing. It's been too long. But the whole we were on a break comes to mind. And I I'm with Logan in that scenario. What else was he supposed to think? The well, only reason they have the contacts again is because he tries to butt back into her life. The only reason she finds out that he thinks they're broken up is because his sister calls. She wasn't gonna and then she's like, we're broken up then because you know, and then she not have the guts to break up with me in person. He thought you were already broken up. That whole yeah. situation, I, I I side with Logan. But then she goes while she knows that she's with Logan, she knows they're in a relationship. They didn't have a situation to go cheat on him because she wants to get back at him.
0: And she does it with Jess, which is so unfair to Jess. Like that's just <laughs> oh, that's a horrible decision. That is that is just treating people like crap. Like that is 100%. absolutely self-centered narcissism to think that it's okay to take someone who you know has feelings for you and use them as a tool to get back as, at your current boyfriend because you're hurt and because like they hurt you. So you're not only going to hurt them, but you're going to hurt somebody else. Like she's just not in any way like thinking of uh, or considering anybody else's feelings and oh it just bothers me that whole situation and i think after that point really i stopped liking logan i stopped having respect for him (laughs) being with her and then in the year in the life like he just you know like like, when he asked her to marry him and and go to san francisco and i think it's san francisco california somewhere across the country he asked her to go with him and she says no and I just honestly think, like, I don't know. I've never really liked them together. They just don't fit together. And I I even liked um, the drama of his when he, like, the way their relationship starts is that they're sleeping together casually. And then she finally is, like, comes to him hungover and is, like, I can't do this. Like, I thought I could. We gave it a try. But I can't be casual it's not working for me and then he takes that as an ultimatum of like be with (laughs) me or break up with me and she's like no that's not what I'm trying to say I'm not trying to like I'm telling you we tried I'm done you know have a nice life and he's like and he gets so angry at her and then he's like fine I'll try it I'll give it a try like I'll do it and she's like what (laughs) like I don't know I really like that scene I like I love that
1: scene that scene is hilarious
0: and I liked his character from, like, but it really is when, yeah, after they, after they break up, um, but they don't actually break up, like, after that whole thing, like, he goes downhill, she goes downhill, when they're living together, um, and he, like, has to go to London, and, like, all of that, it just, it just makes me really... Um, But, like, I stopped watching the show, honestly. Like, the only reason I know these, know what happens is because I went and rewatched it when it was on Netflix, like, after the show had ended. Because I just didn't, I didn't like it anymore. I didn't like him and I didn't like her. And especially didn't like them
1: together. Well, (laughs) I I didn't. I hate, I hate, I hate that. Yes, I know he's felon, delinquent. Daddy gets him out of trouble all the time, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you want to steal a boat? Yeah, let's go steal a boat. (sighs) I really don't like that. It might be in line with his character.
0: But is it in line with
1: his character? No, because it's not. It's not in line. That's that what I'm saying. Like, maybe for him, if he's drunk with... But he hasn't ever stolen a boat that we know of. He's sunk a boat that belonged to his family.
0: Yeah, like, he that's the thing. It's a like, boat
1: like, and
0: <laughs> yeah, all of the stupid things that he does, he does within the bounds of his uh, privilege. Like, he knows... I'm rich enough. I can get out of the situation. Like I, like if I stink my parents' boat, my parents will just buy a new one. You know, Like if I, you know, drop out of school then, or like do something stupid with school, like my parents will buy me, you know, like he's always working within, like he's a punk and he gets around things, but he gets around things in ways that he already knows how to do. You know, yeah. you can't get around stealing a boat.
1: No you know, it's and a he knows that like he, yeah, she
0: doesn't under, Yeah, like she doesn't understand reckless behavior. but He does. He knows what yeah. it means to take somebody's boat that isn't yours and like I don't
1: know. And get caught. I'm so shocked that he he didn't say, Oh, you know what, the a boat that my family owns is right here or let's go. He didn't if he know no. was she gonna continue they might have had a fight. She might have been really angry at him. Maybe but she would have, have even tried to break out But, they, him. but she couldn't phone by herself. She's not capable of it. He could have you know picked her up and said, I'm doing this for your own good so that you don't get a felony because what the heck do you think you're doing? And taken her off the dock and said, Okay, put her down and said, Now you can be mad, now you can yell, now you can do something, but you can't do that. There's yeah. And where does Rory get from just zero to one hundred?
0: Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and I think like I'm saying, like she, she doesn't understand the entitlement because in her, people get away with anything, you know, and his, and she sees like that he gets away with stuff all the time. And so she's like, let's just take a boat. Like, let's like, you do this kind of stuff all the time. But the fact of the matter is, is that he doesn't, he doesn't break mm-hmm. the law all the time. <laughs> like, I mean, he does. I mean, he sure like speeding or something, you know, like, but he knows the limits. And so he never goes beyond those limits. She has no idea what the limits are. <laughs> and just and so she just plows over. I'm like, oh, well, you get away with everything. So why wouldn't you get away with stealing? You know, that's technically Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> that is a huge deal, you know?
1: It really and is. No, so so I, I have mixed nice really thoughts like- about Logan. I like yeah. some stuff about him and with him in it. Stuff I really don't like.
0: Yeah, I think overall he was my top to my bottom <laughs> you know like he was so like cute and adorable and you know sassy and witty and then he just he just sank to the bottom of like oh my gosh I hate him so much and then a year in a life just solidified all of it like I just don't like you but and they could have made him they could have made, made him
1: the- not as good as Jess because again Jess is my favorite but they could have done
0: just sorry. not having a lame cheater
1: Yeah, I just I wanted to see him kind of have adjusted because thing that he was trying to do is he was trying to get away from the world of his father that happens in season six and seven. He's trying he's trying to start up his own business, not be in the same world as his father, get away from their support and everything. And I am so shocked with all the drama and every all the crap that goes on with him and his family. That war went through. Kind of to a lesser degree, just because she was younger when Mm -hmm. she got out. But she goes through that. But none of them ever say, "Hey, you know, you can get a job and not live off your family's money. You can quit Yale, go to community." Like literally, you are an adult. You don't have to do what they tell you because he says he's being pushed through one door, and that's all he sees is this one door, and no other options before him. And so, why, as his girlfriend and who felt very similarly. Not saying, Hey, why don't you just leave? Why don't you just get a job and make your own money? Use those connections you have somehow. You know, it just it it infuriates me and the more times I see it, the more infuriates. Me. they don't ever think tell him that. And then he, he does probably do it. And the business fails and whatnot. Which is why it makes me sad in the end of the life I I guess he just took that one failure to heart and forevermore never thought he could get out from under his father's thumb again
0: well it just all of it I don't know all of it just is messy and it's not it's not entertaining to watch for me anymore because um you I don't know we we always like we've talked on this podcast before about how um, we say we want to watch, you know, you want to watch heroes fall and you want to see people fail, but you don't, like, you know, like you want to see people fall, but you want to see him get back up. You want to, you know, like you want to root for people and, and you don't root for him. You know, you never root for him. He's not, he's, he's not somebody that you want her to be with because she's horrible when she's with him and you don't have any love in your heart for this wonderful character because he's he's cheating and not only is he like cheating and dishonest and all that stuff like he's good at it you know which is just slimy like when she's like oh I thought this might be hers and he's like I would never do that to you like I would never leave her stuff laying around I would never like (laughs) oh you know what I mean like the fact that he's good at cheating on and like that he's trying to show that he's respectful and and you're just like oh that's awful like I just I I don't like it at all I really I really hated him in New Year in the Life and I wish that they would have cut him out completely except for that one scene where they go and they and then she could have a moment of saying goodbye to him and she could have even slept with him at that point like I don't care but I feel like but right yeah well, I mean, they didn't even have to have that he was engaged or that she was with Paul. I would have taken that stuff out as well.
1: But 100%. well, I wouldn't have taken uh-huh. him being engaged out. But I would have had it be him engaged, good for each other. I've moved on from my father's life. Maybe and yeah, they just took different paths in life and they matured differently, and that's fine because that's what I that's what I saw for Logan and Rory. I saw at the end of season seven him maturing differently than her and wanting different things in life than her. He was ready to commit and be with someone for the rest of his life he was ready he was going to California on a business venture and that which is why I was so shocked what I saw in in that when I saw a year in the life it was such a different trajectory than season seven and people's trajectories change people fall back mm-hmm. into old habits all the time they take the easy way out blah 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 I just was hoping for better for him and mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have, for on and... the cameo, like Dean, I'd be fine with they did a little dance and she said goodbye. Married, and you know, well, she just kind of says goodbye really... to that as an option for her life.
0: But I think what they wanted was for um, him to be the father of her baby when she's pregnant.
1: Well, yeah, it, it, they're, they're restarting Lorelai's life, right? She gets pregnant right. by someone who's going to be irresponsible, comes from rich right. families, kind of a frat boy, playboy, and then. Jess is is the Luke is the guy that yeah. it should have been and and is the father figure to the child and a good person for her to be with.
0: Right, that's
1: because that's he's what related to Luke.
0: <laughs> that's yeah. <what> the <laughs> so, Yeah, so if they wanted to keep that storyline, I would have had him not be engaged, and I would have had her. I would have taken the Paul thing out. I didn't think that was funny enough to keep it off. No, and so, no, wasn't funny <laughs> and it, at just all. Makes, it just makes you hate rory as a human being like so much i really had a A lot of problems
1: make me hate rory as a human being (laughs) yeah i'm not a hateful person i'm really not but there's a lot in the year in the life that i just really don't like about a lot of the characters in it but i i don't know i just i want to be her like what could have been if she had chosen that road what could have been but also the yeah. realization of, yes, this is what could have been, but it, it's not what I want. It's exactly. not what I wanted out of life. And it's kind of click and her to realize what she does want. She wants to write a book. She wants to be with Jess. Although she's he's too good for her. Excuse me, I was about to say she's too good for him. That's not true. He's too good. For and yeah. don't have any... Qualm saying that, anyone who wants to come at me and be like, people don't have to be perfect to be loved. I understand that. I agree with that. But she is a serial cheater. Even if you take a year in the life out, she's a serial cheater and liar. But if they had not had her cheating in a year in the life, I probably wouldn't have such strong feelings about it.
0: Right, because okay, you can't make the argument of Yeah, you can't make the argument of she was dumb and young and didn't really understand relationships or anything like that. You can't say that because like Lorelei is a bad um, a bad role model as far as relationships go. Like you look at how she treated Max and how she treated Christopher and even how she treated Luke. Um, and, and then like all of her, yeah, Jason. Yeah, Jason, like all of her relationships well, I really didn't like Jason, but like oh, all yeah. of her relationships, she she is not a good girlfriend. You know, she's yeah. not a good partner, and um, and it, and it, you know it it manifests very obviously. I think in the episode with Max when he asks like, "What am I supposed to do in a situation where Rory like gets in trouble?" Like, "What's happening?" And she's like, "Well, you know," and and. I'll take care of it. And he's like, okay, well, what is my role as stepdad? And she's like, I have not really thought about this. And he's like, you haven't thought about our life. You haven't thought about our life. And that was so hurtful to him. And I think that that is exactly what Rory does in every situation when she's cheating on, when she goes to Jess to cheat on Logan, she's not thinking about her life with people. She's not thinking of like other people's, um, like the consequences of how other people are going to feel and how other people are going to be so hurt by her. Like she is, they are incredibly narcissistic. And one thing that I liked about a year in the life is the fact that Lorelei has grown above that. Like, you know, like she has, um, she has finally matured and like become the adult that she was supposed to be, you know, all those years ago. And she realizes like she needs to be married to Luke. And I didn't really love the fact that they weren't married, but it's like I kind of wanted to see the wedding. But then you don't really get to see the wedding anyway.
1: <laughs> I know. It's isn't is there. That was such a kick. I thought if they're gonna do a private wedding, I understand, but Rory can be there, Jess can be there. Yeah. Mm. But oh, yeah, no, I I didn't, I didn't like that, like that they yeah, started like, off not married. I would have been okay if they had done a little courthouse wedding and then in the year in the life we get to see an actual wedding party. Or, some, or yeah. something fancier because they didn't get that because they just really keep trying to we tried being engaged and planning a wedding and everything blew up let's just go to a courthouse and get married yeah. maybe with Rory and Jess present you know just because before Rory got mad well not the courthouse exactly but you know what I mean various yeah. Lorelei marries Christopher without Rory there or letting her know and Rory gets mad so I would have I think I would have they had a little little wedding, and then in the year of life, they're like, It's our 10 year anniversary, or whatever year anniversary. Let's have a party, the party that we didn't get to have when we first got yeah. married. Maybe we can even do a ring ceremony because no one got to see yeah. you left on the floor when you dress.
0: Yeah. Well, and they could have even done a flashback. Like they did a flashback to the funeral, you know? You know? Like, yeah. They could have done something. They, they could have handled it better. But anyway, I feel like Rory, um, the men in Rory's life, are like all the problems they have, I think, are mostly her fault and the way that she yeah. treats men. Um we are pretty much out of time, but and we only got through the the men that Rory dates, but they're you know, <laughs> Luke is obviously, you know, a hot topic, but there's also the little characters um like um Zach or um no I don't remember Lane's first boyfriend. <laughs> um
1: and my- Jackson. Dave Wagowski. R-
0: yes. I was so sad
1: that
0: I was (sighs) so sad that he um, didn't make it on the show because he got got
1: another show, so he left. And okay, we we, we need to talk about how they what they did to Lane on the show because starting with Dave leaving is when her life kind of went down. And in my opinion, I would have written a lot of things about her differently, including her love interest. I wouldn't have put Zach and her together. I like Zach. I I, Zach, I would not have put her and him together not how they had Zach at the beginning they change him a little bit once they decide that he's going to be the love interest they change him you get to know him a bit deeper blah 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 but you know that that wasn't the original intention and I don't know it's just a sour taste in my mouth
0: <laughs> I like Zach as a character overall he definitely grows He. I, I don't like the way that their relationship progresses um in yeah. certain areas like but, like he proposes to her after he's like so he gets really jealous and freaks out uh because Brian wrote a song about her and <laughs> like and then um and then like and coming back and like we joining the band and apologizing like and having um, time to like regroup and get better like together like they just jump right back into it like he, his apology and I, I think it's his proposal but like his like yeah. all of it comes together at that at the same time and she just like forgives him and then and then they're like together together like it just it bothers me that they didn't have any other build-up or any other like uh working towards his remorse or really having any like cute scenes of them together so you didn't really get to fall in love with them you know as a couple and then I love their wedding and I loved like his their wedding
1: episode I do love that it is because of Gilmore Girls and I did not get this at my as you you know my dress you helped me with my dress I didn't get this with but I because of Lane's wedding dress and Gilmore Girls, I always wanted a detachable skirt. So I would have a long one for pictures and everything. And then the reception, just be able to take it off and have a knee-length one with like some cool shoes. Cause that's what Lane does. And I always mm-hmm. love that. And I'm determined to have that dress someday in my life.
0: <laughs> yes. I uh, I had a friend who actually did that with her. She made her own wedding dress and oh. and she didn't.
1: Um, I wish, they could. But, <laughs> but your dress was beautiful. Let's My be dress real. is beautiful. I fell in love with it, and I as soon as I put it on, and I, I I knew, you know, I loved it more than I loved making it knee length underneath and everything. But I still have a dream of being able to just take off a big skirt and have a, it's a party and I don't know why. Yeah. I, well, I do know why. Gilmore Girls.
0: Yeah, but I like Zach as as a character and Brian and um, the one that replaces Gil. I love Gil. I think he is in a like rewatching it. I'm like, he's like my favorite character. Why is he not in this? (laughs) Like, he's hilarious. He's
1: fantastic. No, he really is. I like the band. I do. I just, you know, talking about it when I said I, I didn't like her with Zach, I wouldn't have put them together. I don't, I think what I really thought. Or felt because what I thought was that. But when you were talking, I said, Yeah, if they had put them together in a different relationship differently, if they let it progress a little bit longer, shown us a little bit more, I think I would have been more okay with Zach because I don't hate him, don't like him at first when Dave is there because he's not meant to be the Zach that we know because we, we expect Dave to yeah, be there for a Yeah, but once we get do like Zach, once they're married, he's so supportive. He's really nice. Yes, he's not the sharpest tool, but he's really good at what he does. And he does truly care for Lane. And he's willing to work outside of being a musician in order to support them. But after their wedding, I don't really like what they put Lane and Zach through. I didn't exactly like where they were in A Year in the Life. But that's a whole other topic. But Zach is yeah. one of the men of Goodmore Girls, so we did stay on topics. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, Zach, I think
0: is a is a good character. I think um, because they didn't mean for him to be a love interest, and he's supposed to be like sort of the antagonist of the band, um, and and uh, Lane's whole band life. Um, uh, then they shift it. I think when they shifted for her to like fall in love with him and stuff. Yeah. I just think they needed more moments of the two of them falling in love and being together before they were just like together.
1: You know, because it was like, so sudden, it was a very sudden yeah, shift. Like, it doesn't give you time to get that sour taste out of your mouth of him hitting on Lorelei and him just being overall really rude and, as you said, antagonistic because that's who he was supposed to be. He's supposed to be this creepy, rude guy. And yeah. then they decided to make him the love interest lady. You need time to shift that. And they didn't, they and, just, I know Lane's not a main character, but she's still. Yeah. Well, she's one of the main characters, but she's not the main character they They still could have done some character development. And I would have been fine if they waited to have them married till later because they are very young, and the relationship seems to go very quickly when they... I'm not against getting married young, by the way. I'm just saying they had time. It wasn't like she was thirty nine and desperately be married before forty or anything like that. Like um, they have it some characters,
0: <laughs> yeah. I think they I like them married but yeah I think they just needed more time on on screen to fall in love and then once they get married I wish that they had um more to keep the band alive and that sort of thing and that was kind of like a year in the life I was glad that they were still playing and you know like they were still doing stuff but I wish they would have seen a little bit more success because like I think that a little bit after all those years, like so many people have the idea that in order to be successful in music, you have to be on the radio and be a huge billionaire star. And that's not true. Like in order to be (laughs) successful as a band in music, like you just have to have a following that will consistently buy your songs or buy uh, your CDs and come to your concert. You know, like you can be successful, (laughs) um and be local you know like you don't have to tour all over the world and and they could have done tours and stuff and and i wish they would have played more into that like they had cds um they had albums out or something or you know like just just played it up a little bit more rather than playing into the fact that like oh he got promoted oh i'm so sorry you know like (laughs) I, i like i get the joke i just don't think it's that like i wish they would have played up a little bit more of like Happy being successful.
1: Yeah, no, you can absolutely be a successful musician. And just like you said, I mean, I was a music major and they would talk all the time about how there's a lot of people who make their way through singing because that was the major I was in specifically. And they don't make it huge than on the radio, but you do lots of, get, you get known in the industry for being good at what you do, being professional, being on time, all of that sort of jazz and you get paid, you can be an event singer, you can be a teacher, you can get paid to sing, pay people to come sing certain parts in choirs or certain parts during their services. There's lots of different ways to be paid as a singer. So I agree 100%. I didn't want Happy Alien to be huge, touring the world, massive rock band. But I didn't want them to be where they were. I wanted them to be more than where they were. Because they've been working on it for so long, you would have thought they would have at least been popular in the tri-state area. Or the
0: well, and just have like a regular um, gig. Like they could have yeah. just had like a regular gig at some some venue, you know, they open all the time or, or they're like some they restaurant where they play.
1: They've been yeah, able to make like, a couple records. They have bands. Maybe some a couple people recognize them. Stuff yeah, like that. Like,
0: people think that in order to be successful in music, you have to be like a giant star. And, and, and I feel yeah. like that just perpetuated it. So uh, Heppelian I think is, is, is a character <laughs> in and of itself. So that's why <laughs> like, I think it's fine to talk about, but yeah. So Gil's one of my favorite characters. Brian, I think is a good supporting character. I wouldn't want any more or less of him um, as far as that goes and then the the men in Lorelai's life we could talk about Luke for an entire episode
1: okay. and then I, I, really, love Luke.
0: I, really, I really hated Jason and I don't so okay I didn't like Max but it wasn't Max's fault the like, actor that plays him I like the first thing I saw yeah, him the- in
1: was it the 10th kingdom
0: uh, it was the 10th kingdom and he <laughs> plays the wolf and he creeps me out in that show and so when i see him on gilmore girls i'm just like oh creepy like i i feel like you have a wolf tail and i don't like it like you know
1: <laughs> see so, i i have almost the opposite thing i also saw him in the in the 10th kingdom I, I don't know if it was first but it was at least around at the same time at the very least of gilmore girls so i also oh the wolf from 10th kingdom but i really like the wolf in 10th kingdom and so i'm watching and i'm just expecting him at any point to like to make that little noise he makes and, like, nuzzle her shoulder or have a tail. I, I see the wolf. He played the wolf so well. And so I liked it so much that I kept expecting him to be the wolf in Gilmore Girl. <laughs> but I also know, like- liked the character of Max. I did not think he was a good match for Lorelei. No. Character of Max. And I think he would have been a good stepdad to Rory had she had a mom that he he was a good match with and who actually saw him as a participant in their life but yeah. they were too how do I explain he was too straight-laced is not exactly the term i want to use but kind of boring dependable oh, a bunch not, of things not, that not, Luke also I, also is but he he's missing part not. of the quirkiness
0: well what he's missing is just that it factor like he doesn't belong there and no whether he like he could be straight-laced and boring and all that stuff and she could be super quirky like I'm all about the opposites attract but the problem was is that he was never actually a part of their life
1: Mm-mm. and that
0: was essentially why they broke up but like Luke was always a part of their life and she loved her life and you couldn't bring somebody into that and have them fit you know what no. I mean like n- at no point Could Lorelai have been with anybody else besides Luke? Because bringing someone into a perfect world and then expecting them to also find their perfect idea of what they want is unrealistic. And and that's what happened with all of her relationships, no matter who it was. It was just very obvious with Max to me It's just like. You know, you can be as goofy, as straight-laced, as stupid, as wonderful as you want to be. But the fact of the matter is, is that you're not part of Lorelai's life. And if you are not a part of her life, you're never... Like, she's never going to let you in. And, you know, like, she's never going to let you become a part of her life. And I think that's one of the reasons why Logan and Rory didn't work is because Rory... Or Logan was never part of Stars Hollow. He never... Um, he never fit in that world and he didn't, and he also didn't fit with like Paris, like because Paris was her school world and she fit with Rory, even though she didn't really fit in stars hollow. She had a couple of episodes that brought her into stars hollow where she meets Jess and where she meets lane and things like that. And so even though she didn't fit in that world, she kind of like, she was there enough and Logan never made it in and Max never made it in. And they and uh, Christopher never made it in, you know, everybody was trying and and wanting it to work out. But I feel like the reason and I feel like this is uh, typical of a TV show is anytime that you bring in another character, when you when you have like a cast that you love, you have to bring in that character and they have to come in in a very genuine way. And then we have to watch them fall in love because you know that a relationship is not going to last. <laughs> and I'm sorry if I'm ruining this for people, but you you can tell with the writer when you bring in a character and they are already in a relationship with one of the leads or one of the mine, like they're not going to stay because they're not part of the show. Like they're not part of the world. And the only way to make them part of the world, like when they bring in Jess, she doesn't immediately start dating Jess, you have to see them fall in love. And then he becomes a part of Stars Holloway becomes a part of the story. And that's why it works. Whereas all of the people that Lorelei dates, they never like they're in a relationship before they come into the stars into her world, like Rory kind of has like the college world and stars hollow, but Lorelai just has stars hollow. And if you don't fit in that world, if they don't bring you in, in that world without being a romantic interest, there's no way they're going to stay. And Luke is the only one that's an option, you know?
1: I agree. And I, I, I have mixed feelings about Jason, but I really have to get going because it's late Yes, yeah, I'm so, really sorry. so. I just I don't like finish the so. Lorelai side <laughs> next episode. This will be the Wory plus randomly Max episode, and then the next episode will be more focused on Lorelai's men.
0: Yeah, so tune in next time when we talk about uh, more guys from Gilmore Girls, and let us know if you have any other TV shows that you want us to talk about or movies. Uh, we have an Instagram and Facebook. You can also check us out on YouTube. Um, all under Your Little Sisters Productions. Um, and you can check out patreon.com slash Taya Joy and check out the two $5 tiers, one for this podcast and one for our YouTube channel.
1: Yes, we have some videos planned when we get to them. Definitely keep an eye on our YouTube channel and we will let you know on our social media and on the podcast once any of those videos are posted. So you can go check us out. And if you listen to the previous episode of the Hogwarts houses episode, if we get twenty-five listens, at least on that episode, I will dress up like our the tree that's in our logo and stand on a street corner, and Taya will record that up on the YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned for that,
0: um, and uh, we might even like we should give like our patrons over oh, on Patreon um, some extra footage of that too as well.
1: So. Yes, you'll get it. A- of i don't know maybe i'll talk like weird from lord of the rings <laughs> i'm trying to think of tree yeah. things what do the trees do they stand there <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, um, so yeah, so definitely if you're listening, um, tag your friends, send this podcast to, you know, everybody that you know, whoever loved Gilmore Girls and let us know if you disagree uh, with any of our assessments of the men of Gilmore Girls. We basically just got through Rory's relationships because we just um, has been wanting to talk about Gilmore Girls forever. So finally unleashing her <laughs> on you guys. So,
1: I've had a lot of pins um, up Gilmore Girls knowledge.
0: Yes, and we will, and I'm sure we'll be talking about it more and more. Let us know what you think in any of the comments on our Facebook page, or our Instagram, or our YouTube channel. And if you would like direct contact with us, you can join our Patreon, t- uh, Patreon.com/slash Either one of those will get you access to us. You can um, email us directly through Patreon.
1: Yes. So we'll continue, Gilmore girls, next time. And in the meantime. Bye. Bye.